Good morning, and we welcome to the Daily Pod uh, for the first time in his new capacity as the mayor of the city of Batesville, the Honorable John Eargang. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, Tom. Thanks for having me. I apologize that we're, we're about a month behind here getting this going, but thanks for having me. Well, you're uh, more than welcome, sir. And, of course, the uh, Board of Works and City Council uh, meeting on uh, Monday night. And, of course, the Board of Works uh, had to uh, change things around with the new administration. You have a, a new member on the board uh, this time around. We do. We have um, uh, Bill Hartman has uh, joined the Board of Works. I'm very excited to have Bill. Um, you know, it, it's hard to find sometimes people willing to step up and um, – Someone recommended Bill to me. I've known Bill all my life, and um, I was pleasantly surprised that he so freely is giving of his his time and service to the community. Indeed. And, of course, uh, you as a mayor continuing on along with uh, Brad Dreyer, who uh, also on the city council. Mm-hmm. So, All right. And then, uh, as far as uh, the business Monday night, at 9, Callum 9, road slash street slash parking lot closure requests that's right it seems like you know as you well know from being there every month we those are frequent occurrences but it seems like um and they've been spread out over the year more but we have a lot a lot more of those groups trying to get their planning done early um so yes we had nine of them last night and i i don't think we had any any issues with any of them they're um, still working with one of them because of the uh, construction project that's going on. But we got them all approved. And, you know, if 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 because of construction or some other kind of project we have going on that may affect it, you know, we're, we're working with with that group. All right. So, again, that's a lot of them, uh, you know, the Cook Performance Olympics, uh, also the uh, Batesville Blackout Bash, mm-hmm. um, St. Louis Cardinal Crawl 5K, the Margaret Mary uh, Health uh, Hospice 5K, Batesville uh, Kiwanis Carnival, Margaret Mary Health Girls on the Run Spring 5K, Amixwell uh, Puppuccino, Margaret Mary Health uh, Stop the Stigma 5K, and the Margaret Mary Health Girls on the Run Fall 5K. So all of them. Got the okay from the Board of Works on uh, Monday night. That's right. All right. And then uh, also, uh, Mr. Mayor, you had uh, a pair of uh, bid openings. And um, one in particular, this is the uh, Park and Recreation Building. Uh, yes, that particular building, um, the building that they're in right now, is, it's been out there for a long time. It's been added on from time to time. And it's it kind of reached where it's outworn its, it, its usefulness. And last year, um, council did approve some some ARPA funding um, for the parks in general, but a big portion of that was to be devoted to this building project. And we finally got it out to bid, and we did receive a couple of bids. Um, we opened the bids. Uh, they're currently we're having our city attorney and the engineers review those and. Once we get a favorable review from them, we'll make our decision on on awarding that bid. All right. And, of course, that's the uh, Park and Recreation Building at uh, Liberty Park. Correct. Okay. It kind of consolidates all the uh, storage and so forth. Yeah. I, you know, uh, Mike, Mike Balmer does a great job at the park, and, you know, he's provided a lot of input and, you know, they've, they've kind of, I think they put those bid specs out to make that uh, 
new building as functional as possible for for mike and his crew all right and then uh, also uh, another bid opening uh, this is for the uh, state road 129 uh, trail extension and uh, you received five bids we did receive five bids um don't ask me to repeat who they all came from um but we did get five bids on that project so you know i'm excited that we had so many bidders um in, in the past especially you know during the past several years because of covid and all the other things going on it was frequently hard to get people to bid projects so this really gives us a pretty good spectrum of things to look at and what this project actually does you know Batesville has done an outstanding job with their uh, trail system over the past, ever since they started, for that matter, from the start of the Broom Woods trails. And this will actually extend the trail southward, you know, from the YMCA um, beyond Hillendale. Um, there's a prospective subdivision, Lakeshore development going in south of Hillendale it will reach that point. So it'll be another opportunity as that location develops that people will have an opportunity to to walk or get on their bike and safely, you know, get up to the YMCA. And as we all know from there, they can cross cross the road and get over to, to Liberty Park, to the Plex, to that area. So we're real excited to get that project bid and, and looking forward to getting that underway. All right. And, of course, the same process uh, under advisement and review by the city attorney and engineers. That's correct. All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out and we'll shift to the uh, city council portion of uh, Monday evening as we continue our conversation with Batesville Mayor John Eargang right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our monthly chat with Batesville Mayor John Eargang in a city council meeting. And, of course, this is something that we were talking about in the news, a carryover item from last month, Mr. Mayor. This was the ARPA fund request for the bouldering wall project at the skate park. Yes, as you recall, um, the, uh, the skate park advocacy group um, has presented a number of times over the last couple of years on their project. And last month, they proposed their bouldering wall project, which will kind of, in essence, complete that whole park area. And they had asked council to draft a resolution, um, and which council has done, brought it to the meeting last night. Um, it was the, uh, open for public comments. I don't believe there was a whole lot of discussion on it. Um, and the end result council has did pass the resolution unanimously um so they will be able to access funds to finish that last that last stage of their project all right so the uh, the third and final phase if you will so yeah, yeah. And, and we're actually i would say we're excited for them because it it will over the years you know a lot of times you you have visions of of big projects and 
for one reason or another, something gets in the way and, and you don't quite finish it out in that big vision. And this will actually complete the project as it was envisioned from the start. All right. So, again, that is the uh, bouldering walls taken care of and uh, shifting into new business. He had a, uh, a resolution on uh, transferring of funds and uh, um, as my understanding, and this is more of a bookkeeping type or housekeeping type of a matter. Yes, it, um, that's something that we seem to have to do yearly. Um, Paul Gates explained the process last night at the meeting. Paul always does a great job. And so, yeah, we, we took care of a bookkeeping matter was what it was with that. All right. So, again, the transfer of funds. And then also was something that we had talked about uh, in the news uh, yesterday was the uh, designated outdoor refreshment area that brought on uh, by Main Street, the uh, uh, Main Street uh, door of the uh, council uh, went ahead and uh, passed it on, uh, you know, but I'll let you explain the process there as far as uh, the passing of, uh, of approving the DORA. Uh, yeah, let, um, just just a little bit of background. Um, the the Main Street in, in, in 2023, in May of 2023, I believe, the state legislature uh, passed a law permitting uh, the designated outdoor refreshment areas or the DORAs in, in, in Indiana. Um, you know, I think they're seen as or envisioned anyway as an economic opportunity to help enliven uh downtowns and not just necessarily downtowns but wherever the particular district is set up and um, our main street was really excited about the possibility and i really appreciate the fact that they kind of stepped up and they they took the initiative Um, they worked i want to say since last august they had a committee that got together, met on a weekly basis. They spent a lot of time um, and did a lot of research, and they actually pulled pulled this together. Um, and it, but anyway, they, it came to fruition last night when they brought an ordinance before council. And um, part of the process of that is once a community passes an ordinance. Unlike unlike most ordinances, they become law upon passage. A, a DORA ordinance still has to be submitted to the ATC. They will review it, and after upon their review, they will they will give you their blessing, and then you can get it established. Um, because that process is like that, passing the ordinance was just the first step. Um, so there could be some time lapse still um, before it actually goes into effect. So basically what happened there, we had a council person make a motion to suspend the rules. When we suspend the rules, it allows us to potentially pass an ordinance on its first reading rather than go through two readings. It requires a unanimous vote to suspend the rules, which happened last night, and the motion was then came to Palada to pass to pass the ordinance, which also happened. So I know um, the Main Street was excited about that. Um, the city and the Main Street now we we've got to get everything together to get the submission to ATC to let them look at it it's possible that they may have some issue with boundaries or things like that, but we're, we're really 
because of the efforts that they made in the background or planning, we're really optimistic that we can get that in in place this summer. Okay. And then, of course, that's the Alcohol Tobacco Commission at the state. And, uh, yeah, there because uh, I know that uh, there's a, a neighboring community that uh, has a DORA that they've set up, but they're still going through the uh, the state review process uh, at last word. But, uh, nevertheless, uh, that's that's part of it. And as uh, Amy Pretzer had explained, uh, and uh, the fact that uh, they've got to uh, give their seal of approval that ATC has to do that. So, uh we shall, we shall see what we shall see when that comes along. So. That, that's right. <laughs> All right. And then also in the uh, – uh, some uh, citizens uh, came up um, before council. In particular, uh, uh, Clarice Patterson, the uh, director of uh, Genesis Pathways to Success, and uh, she gave – it was kind of a, a thank you type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, last year, Clarice um, and Amy Streeter from the um, Ripley County Community Foundation – um, came to a council meeting and requested some funds to help them put on uh, this program, um, which I think in the past, and they were involved in a program like this, but for one reason or another, that program went away. They wanted to continue it. They had asked council for some funding, I think Belterra funds, and um, council did provide them some funding to help them get this program off the ground again and and actually run it again and um it was nice to hear the success they had with it and uh, you know as as the mayor and as a council person at the time you know i'm grateful that you know we were able to help them make that happen indeed and of course the uh, the dice challenge a high school entrepreneurial uh competition so uh you know, so that uh, sounded like it was a, uh, as you said, uh, a great success in its first year. And then uh, also, uh, Mr. Mayor had a couple of uh, citizens uh, come before uh, council uh, with a uh, kind of a more of an unusual request, shall we say? <laughs> um, yes, um, we did have a couple of citizens. Um, they were made aware recently that we have an ordinance that prohibits um, maintaining chickens or ducks um, in in the city limits. Um, and this couple happened to move here from out of the area, and they happened to have a couple of chickens and a couple of ducks. And when it was brought to their attention that they were prohibited, you know, they basically, they approached, um, they approached one of our council per- persons and talked with them, and his advice was that they should, he would welcome them to come to a public meeting and discuss their their issues. So they basically were, I think what I heard, they're asking for a proposal that would allow for keeping of of chickens or chickens and ducks in the community. And they did uh, bring out some information, you know, some recommendations that 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 they would make, you know, a limit keeping the number at a certain amount, you know, so you can't have a, a whole flock whole giant flock of um animals um they mentioned you know the sociability uh of the animals they mentioned you know uh resiliency and the food source um and i recall during uh during the pandemic so to speak you know how many times did did we hear about shortages of food products at the stores because 
facilities were closed down and I have a tendency to agree with them. Our food supply is not very resilient. And I, you know, I will freely admit, um, I wouldn't have an issue if chickens were permitted in, in the city limits. However, that does come under the, the purview of, of council. They, they make the, they pass the laws and make the regulations, um, you know, I would be open to considering it certainly, um, but it will ultimately be up up to them. Um, there's always concerns of about noise and from roosters and so forth. But I think I've seen some of those ordinances and they prohibit roosters. I, I think there's a way. But I think there's a ways to address that. But again, it will ultimately be up to council to make that determination. Okay, and of course, uh, so it'll be the uh, the poultry uh, ordinance, I guess, if you will. And uh, of course, uh, city council members uh, want to get a little bit more information where they make a decision on that. Yeah, that that's what I heard last night. They wanted more information, um, and and that's understandable. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, anything else, uh, Mr. Mayor? Before we let you go, other than you know, obviously, if you've been down Pearl Street and George Street and Boringer Street, you know, we have a lot, a lot going on in town with um, infrastructure um, repairs and improvements. So, you know, just try to be aware, um, try to be patient. You know, we've got, we're doing the best we can to accommodate everybody's needs in, a, in, in the best manner we can. So, um, you know, keep your eyes out for workers and so forth and just be careful and will be done before you know it. All right. Very good. Well, uh, Batesville Mayor John Eargang, we appreciate your time. Uh, stay well and uh, look forward to uh, doing this again next month. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. Have a good day.